We have first uh, speakers. The first speaker is Ms. Benita Green regarding O.W. Collins' apartment. Would you approach, please? State your name and address. You have five minutes to do your presentation. Thank you. Okay. Benita Green, I'm sorry, my name and my what? And your address. Address, yes, uh, 4440 Cuthway Drive, uh, apartment 224, O.W. Collins, Port Arthur, Texas. Okay. Uh, I'm a former resident of O.W. Collins' apartment and have been for years now, and I'm standing before you as a voice for the residents of this community, an apartment complex. O.W. Collins has endured many issues and still have endured many issues for quite some time now with no resolutions or concern for the area of the city of Port Arthur. There are electrical problems. Each time there's a hard rain, windstorm, or even a beautiful day, the lights will go out, not only just for hours, but sometimes even for days. And this leaves the res residents with, in the complex without complete power in their units. It has been said to many attendants that it's a wiring problem that has been given a quick fix and not repaired properly. There's hot water that's very rare. The elevators, the front and the back elevators, they break down at least once or twice a week, and the repair can take up to weeks before they become operational again. There are elderly and disabled residents throughout this five-story building that are unable to take the stairs when this occurs. There's a great bug infection of roaches, worms, and spiders inside of the apartments as well as throughout the entire building. During these summer hot months, there are many residents who are without workable ACs. They're being replaced with window units that only cools one room at a time, and these units are not in large quantities. So there are many who experience heat until repairs can be done, which can take two to three months. The exterior and interior of the building is in a horrible condition. The filth and the mold reigns throughout the entire building. The stairwells are unsafe to travel due to outside people sleeping underneath them, urinating in them, and having drug deals taking place. The gazebo areas in the front of the complex and the back are unsafe due to gates being very accessible to anyone to enter or leave. <clears throat> the apartments are filled with dust due to poor ventilation, there are numerous drug deals and crime at a very all-time high that takes place on a daily basis in this apartment complex. There is no security for the building or for the tenants. There are property managers that don't last six months, and if so, there are no help to the residents or the attendants of this building. Maintenance requests take up to three to four weeks for apartment repairs, and tenants here are afraid, they're tired, and they're depressed. This apartment complex cries and has been ignored, and many feel it does not do any good to speak out. Some are in fear of losing their apartments if they do so. Some feel no one cares because it's a low-income facility. So tenants, while others are living comfortably in their homes, you have a community in great need. Citizens who have voted you into office, who hold jobs, 
and play a major role in our community. I also have presented here with me Pastor Henry Cole, who he who is a part of the Minister's Conference in this city, along with other attendants of the O.W. College Apartment. And we're, we're standing here because we want to be heard. Not only heard, we want the conditions to change. Not only change, we want something done. I have a petition here from over 100 residents of O.W. Collins with their signatures that is agreeable with this statement that I'd like to present to you all. Thank you. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you, Ms. Green. Uh, Councilman Jones. <coughs> thank you, Mayor. Ms. Green, I visited O.W. Collins probably 100 times or more. Are you aware of that? Carol Jones? Yes. Yes. So we do care. And uh, we had three guys, three men about to be uh, put out. You know, about to be put out of the College. I saved two of them along with Council Donald Frank with me last week. Saved another guy. Were you aware of that? I was not. We saved three evictions. Yes. Just this month, I talked to corporate about the problem we're having over there. You know, didn't do no good. But I've been fighting with the cops for the last six, seven years. Know what you're going through. I know the problem you're having. And I hope this council will come together, whatever we could do, you know, to make things better for you all. I'm, I'm, I'm at the at least once a week. You know, the name you sign, petition you sign, they all know me. I bought clothes there last week for the people, you know. Uh, myself and Ms. Freeman gave away a food giveaway, you know. So we've been doing what we can, you know. So I understand what y'all going through. It's uh, it's bad, you know. When the lights went out one night, I called the chief, the mayor. We was all out there, met out there on W Collins. See about y'all getting their lights back on. We did it in two days. We're supposed to be a month. We got them on in two days. You aware of that? Yes, I am. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm trying. We're trying. So bear with us. I know what you're going through. And uh, I don't can't condone it. Can't see. you're right. You're right. Don't go to lot of that old W County. You're right. And I hope we find a way, this council, to do something. If we, if we got management problems, we just address it. Whatever we can do as a council, we need to address it. I'm sorry what y'all going through, but uh, I won't give up trying to help you all. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome, man. Great, uh, Councilman Frank. Yes. Thank you for coming, Ms. Green. I would ask that um, that her statement be taken in as an official record and that uh, it copies be made and that it be given to Mr. Casada of, uh, of the housing, uh, as well as making uh, a meeting mayor because you make those appointments. And I would ask you to meet with Mr. Casada and perhaps with that uh, housing authority uh, to see what steps are going to be taken to alleviate and to help this situation as quickly as possible. Okay. Uh, Councilwoman Moses. Yes, thank you, Ms. Bonita. Um, I've been uh, and worked with um, Deborah Freeman and some, uh, some of the people to come in and do some community service there, and we've seen some things there. But let me ask you, have you made a presentation to the Housing Authority, the same presentation you're making to us, um, to the <coughs> Housing Authority? Have you met with that board? and? I have not this met to with that board, I, I but I've made several phone calls. Um, I've been ignored. I've been so, promised return phone calls. I have not received any. Because that they, they have jurisdiction over, over the property more so than the council members. 
Um, so I would ask again, and as we can go back, as the mayor can appoint, we can kind of make sure that you are heard because they, they have a board, and that board has jurisdiction and a contract with a third party that manages the facility. And so that's where we need to, that's where you need, that's where we need to start. And so if we could get you heard and we can support um, as a council, do a letter, something that we can do on our part, but as council members, we don't have, we, we can show up and help and do community service, but we have no jurisdiction. Okay. And so um, I, I have done, like I said, I've been there for community service. We've done, we've fed Christmas, passed out bags, done a lot of things, but that doesn't help what you're dealing with. What's going to help what you're dealing with is meeting with the right board, and that's where we need to get you. Well, if and you would help me the get housing. there, I'll, I'll be there, because I'm not going to stop till some improvements are I done. I don't blame you. I wouldn't I'm stop not stopping. Either. This is only beginning. So I think with the mayor calling Mr. Casada and uh, us kind of backdooring and calling the same way, putting that, but somebody has, um, there is a property management uh, contract in place, and okay. so something has to be done from that end. And so let's see how we can uh, get that, make some action and get some action done. I just want you to know the proper channels. Yes, and thank I'm gonna you. I'm going to sit here and say that I'm going to help. I, I need to know what to be able to help with, okay? Thank, thank you. you. Okay, uh, Councilman McKinlock. Thank you, Mayor. Uh, Ms. Green, thank you uh, for your presentation. I think uh, Councilman Moses is absolutely correct when the, the person that actually is responsible is part of the housing department. My question, attorney, how much pressure can we put on them to adhere to some of those basic safety and health uh, issues? I mean, can the city actually send inspectors? Can we actually uh, enforce some of those policies of the living conditions that the residents are not actually getting at uh, O.W. Collins? Yes, if they're violating any type of city ordinance, um, they, it can be enforced uh, through code enforcement, and the inspectors can go over there and write citations just as it would any property owner because they're still held to the same standard as, as any other business or property owner would be to maintain safe and healthy uh, living conditions. Okay. So. Well, Ms. Green, that's your answer. We've been notified today openly and publicly about some of those health, safety and health issues if we can get with uh, – uh, the city manager or the mayor and see if we can get some enforcement done over there to ensure that those things are getting done. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor. Okay, thank you. Uh, Ms. Green, we want to thank you first for coming with a detailed uh, report. As Councilwoman uh, <clears throat> Moses asked, that was the first thing I was wondering, had you approached the uh, board at the uh, housing authority? about it now the next thing would be is that where we are right now with that uh i've had some meetings with mr casada uh um, impending something uh a report on that uh two of the items that you brought in your presentation the discussion on the electricity or the lack thereof there is uh a piece of electrical equipment that has been ordered, from my understanding, uh, by uh, Mr. Casada and his his you know the housing department. Uh, the, the contractor has been unable to get it 
in a timely manner. And I think that's why you're having some of the, I guess what we call almost rolling blackouts in that building because uh, what, what the panel that's there can't really distribute, if you will, the amount of electricity that's needed to, I guess, totally electrify that building. Uh, that's something that's being worked upon. Worked on. Okay, also, uh, the security issue there, I was made aware of that. Um, I was told by the property management company, uh, I think it's iTech, is the, uh, uh, I don't know if I'm wrong for saying it, but I'm just, since we're, we're just putting standard by everybody, I'm not throwing anyone under the bus, I'm just, this is public record. Uh, I believe, and that company did tell me that they were going in the process, this was about two weeks ago, to provide security for those same reasons that you expressed. Because I did ask Councilman Jones and Councilman uh, Frank to go out to the property on a day that I could not go out there, and they did go whenever this electrical situation occurred there. What I want you to know is that, and you said it, this is the first time, and I can appreciate that. That means that you all are, you know, maybe just not totally satisfied with what happens there. I want you to know, being the mayor and according to my, my, my legal assistant, who is a part of the legal department here, and that's Mr. Jones uh, Sanders, who is advising me on the proper procedures to take to eradicate some of the situations that we do have, and they must be done according to the laws in the state of Texas, okay? So it's not anything that I can just get up tomorrow and say, you know, we're going to just do away with all of this because that would be illegal. And being the mayor, I can only appoint those who are on the board. However, what I found out, and lawyer, you just tell me if I'm wrong, though on that board they're serving as long as Supreme Court justices in the state, in the United States of America. Okay? The persons who are are the mayors who appointed them have discontinued their tenure and the mayoral capacity in Port Arthur, yet individuals continue to serve. We're checking on the legality of that. And for sure, they're properly handling the jobs or the assignments of board members. You did say that you had called and you've never gotten an answer, did you say? I did. Now, whom did you call? I I'm called just... Mr. Conchata himself. Okay, so you called the executive director and you got no response? No response. No, from That's his assistant or no one there? Okay. None. Do you have that documented, the dates and times that you have called? Yes, my cell phone has, yes. Okay, okay, okay. No, I'm just asking because you may need to share that with the attorney here. Okay. Uh, things like that, information like that, will help us moving forward to eradicate what appears to be 
and have been an ongoing problem there. But the only way that we can do it, we have to do it within the confines of the law. And we have to have the proper documentation because we're dealing with federal funds. You know, this is the HUD exactly. project. This HUD funds is a federal funds. Mm -hmm. Okay. But by that same token, I want you and all of the residents to know that I've been made aware of it. And I have been working on it for the past month. It's just that I have not been able to come with any resolve in it because I really want to be sure that you have all of the electrical situations put in place and some other things put in place before we would decide to go and delve any further in anything that deals with the Port Arthur Housing Authority. We appreciate what you're doing. You said that you plan to go to the board. Yes. Please uh, make that call and present what you presented to us tonight. Okay. I think the city secretary did receive what you had. Councilman Frank asked that it would be put in the public record. Those are the things that we're going to deal with, and we'll move forward. We want you to know it and, and all the residents whom you represent. Okay. okay? Thank you. So we thank you so kindly. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Okay. Hold on, Mayor. We're going to move to the Mayor. next item now. Mayor. Okay, just a minute. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, one more thing. Ms. Green? No, 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 sir. Don't do that, please, sir. Don't do that. Don't do that. Would you return to your seat if you don't mind. Return to your seat, your original seat. Thank you, sir. Go right. No, your original seat. Uh, call the uh, chief, please. He can sit anywhere. Okay, but you can't get up and speak, sir. Come right on, ma'am. Come right on, ma'am. Come right on. Okay, come right on. Ma'am, would you get the chief, please, sir? What you're doing right there, sir? No, sir. Please, sir, don't do that. Don't do that, sir, please. I'm asking you, sir, not to do that. Mayor. Go ahead. Go ahead, counsel. Yeah. Let's. Let him take a seat, man. He's good. He's all right. Uh, Ms. Green, uh, we're aware of your problems. The mayor and I discussed O.W. Collins for a while now, okay? Yes. And uh, I'll see the light at the end of the tunnel, trust me. And uh, I want the council, the council to know, Mayor. I go up there, and uh, last time I went there, the office manager was talking to these people like they was kids. Yes. You're aware of that? They called Councilman Jones when I went up there and I had a talk with her in front of the people. I said, ma'am, these are residents of this old Deborah College. They're not your kids. You're not their mother. You know, you're the office manager. And about 15, 20 people standing there. So a little maintenance worker, some little lady who do the maintenance, she tried to chime in, you know, that the office manager was right. And don't take my word. I asked people out there, they said, hey, ma'am, you only a clean up woman. You go back clean some clean clean this hall in the bathroom. Let me talk to this manager. You know, don't interrupt me. And she took on off. You know. But uh last time I was out there, they had a little fire out there and the hall was all smoky. And people sleeping inside under the stairs because they couldn't go upstairs on the second floor to scare the you know. So fire started again all all the smoke was getting to them. So I'm sorry not to interrupt you, but was that the other day? Yes. 
That was my apartment that was on fire. Well, you know, I was out there, and uh, people sleeping all in the hallway, scared to go upstairs, sleeping on the, on the floor, on the concrete. I witnessed this at 2 o'clock in the morning, I was there. 2 o'clock in the morning, I was there, okay? And I'm, say before, I'm tired and sick and tired. We're discussing this, this kind of things. When I leave him going to my house, nice big cozy house, my recliner, people with the college still have problems. I'm mm-hmm. comfortable. The problem still exists out there. That's right. And the council should maybe do something, some kind of way to put pressure on somebody, give y'all some relief. That's right. Enough is enough. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Green. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're going to move to the next item. The next item is Mr. Ronald Lyons regarding racial profiling and destruction of property. Would you approach, please, Mr. Lyons? Okay, would you approach, please, Mr. Lyons, and begin, and you're just going to have to talk over him. The chief is not going to remove him. Let him do it. It's you speak, sir. You speak, sir. You speak. Chief, chief, can you can get some order in my meeting, please? Can you get some order in my meeting? Establish some order for me, please, chief. Chief, establish order for me, please. Mayor, can I say something? Okay, got it. No. Okay, go ahead, sir. How you doing? My name is Ronald Lyons. I live at 4440 Gulfway Drive, apartment 526 O.W. Collins. Okay. Okay. February the 9th, I was came inside the gate in my 1998 Honda Accord. I was past the gate. I was about to park. And when I turned in the park... As soon as I parked, a narcotic sergeant, Willer, flew in, threw the lights on me, and I'm shocked. Put my hands out the window, holding my keys. So he told me in the state of Texas, you have to have a working license plate light while driving on the street. I explained to him that my vehicle had got broken into, and the people that broke into my car is transients that hang out there in O.W. Collins, and they were selling my stuff. That, um, you know, so I hadn't been able to afford my insurance. I just went to go put a headlight in so I could make, you know, a little bit of money so I could buy some things that I need. Long story short, um, he looked in the car and noticed tools, receipts, and car parts. So he asked me to step out the car. I was like, okay, let me put my windows up. No, I need to look in there. What are you looking for? I asked him, was that kind of unconstitutional for a license plate light that's working? And um, he was like, well, I need to look in your car. You had the right to refuse. Okay, I'm refusing. He was like, I can get a dog out here. I'm just getting over a sinus infection, so go ahead and do what you have to do. Just don't tear my car up. And when he proceeded to go look in my car, I, I made the statement, if you find Jimmy Hoffer Bones in there, we're going to split the reward. Him and another officer tore the inside of my car. They're pulling my door panel apart. They took, tore foam out the seat, threw it all over the car. And after about 20, 30 minutes um, later, he's like, okay, you're free to go. What was all this for? What were you looking for? You're free to go. Tags were bad, no insurance, because I had just, O.W. Collins took two weeks 
to release the video footage of the individuals with my things that's on the police report to release that to the police. And I put a bag over my window. Well, now they're putting toy-way stickers on my car. And I'm like, you guys notice my car, it runs. I mean, I'm waiting on some money to come so I can repair this. Well, you can't have it out here. Okay, so I filed a complaint with Lieutenant Wynn. So upon going, you know, talk to Wynn, he called Narcotic Sergeant Willer in there. Narcotic Sergeant Willer came in there very aggressively like, yeah, I'm the one pulled you over. Are you trying to make something of it? I'm like, yeah. After taking a picture of my working license plate light, I was like, yeah, um, license plate light was working. I'm on private property. All that you done was uncalled for, and are you racially profiling me? And he like, oh, you could have fixed that. I was like, I'm not that petty. Let's just look at the body cam footage. It's going to show everything. So he went from zero to 10,000. You're a liar. You're a liar. And got real hostile. You're a liar. And I'm just looking at him calm and collective like, whenever you're done, the video footage is going to speak for itself. So you're a liar. What am I going to lie on you for? I'm not petty. So he stormed out of there, asked uh, Lieutenant Wynn, could he leave? So I asked Lieutenant Wynn, I was like, you see how hostile he is? He has anger issues. If we would have been in the streets, he probably would have killed me or planted drugs on me or planted a gun on me. I don't feel safe in Port Arthur. And so the video footage would not show. So um, he told me he would contact me. Three days later, I, I called Lieutenant Wynn. He was like, yeah, okay, well, your seats was kind of tore up, but your door panel wasn't like that. We'll pay for your door panel. But I was like, well, I was going to get the interior redone. But, you know, he tore my door panel apart. And finally, Chief Durso finally called me back. And I asked him to look at the video footage from the interview from um, Sergeant Weller and Lieutenant Wynn. So the very next morning, Lieutenant Wynn is calling me. We're not going to pay for nothing. Your car was already raggedy, so do what you got to do, sue us. And I'm wondering, where is all this coming from? I mean, I have photos of the destruction that was caused and the hostility that Narcotic Sergeant Wheeler uses. It's not a good look for Port Arthur. Okay. Is that all? Um, and if I could go on to, since this was about... Racial profiling. Pardon me? Okay. I'm also a resident and my pastor tried to get Cal Jones to go and talk to um the management at OW Collins, which comes they have me labeled as a monster. He probably think that I'm Godzilla or King Kong. I am an inspirational speaker for my church. I go out and do the food distribution and everything. And I front page of entertainment, page three and four, as well as being on the news doing one of my poems. I'm a writer. And 
they're not their books are not in order, which now that I see that I come with a council meeting. Um, so they're trying to charge me something that's not real and they cannot explain the reason that the number got that high. My apartment has been full of mold. She sent a maintenance man in there when my refrigerator went out when we had the power outage. And after 11 days, he finally come in, no thermometer, no nothing. He wanted to stick his hands coming in from outside in my refrigerator, touching my food, checking the temperature. And when I asked him where was his gloves, he was like, you know, nah, you're not going to put your hands on my food that I have to consume. Just come from outside. I don't know whether you changed the toilet, unstopped the sink, or whatever. You're going to need some gloves to touch my food. So he left. Next thing I get in fraction four, cussing out maintenance. I don't use profanity. I'm a writer. I can kill a person with intelligence, not ignorance. Okay. Any other or any comments from council for Mr. Uh, Lyons? Councilman Jones? Yes. Mr. Lyons, I did go a little W. Collins. Were you aware of that? Yes, sir. I went there and I, was, I did all I could to try to, you know, get, you getting evicted. I even got, we even called uh, ITEX, we called a corporate office while I was there. And it said, uh, you was kind of behind on your rent. You aware of that? That's just said. It said, and even you did catch up if you called up, they told me that they would rather you leave. Pastor told you that. I told him that. Okay. Yes, I I had I actually had paperwork as to where the amount of my of my rent. None of the paperwork that they had been giving me, like when my car got broken into. Okay, hold up, Councilman. It's kind of off topic. Of okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yes. So we we tried to help you, and uh, and Pastor called me again, and, and we couldn't do what we want to do, but. We wish you good luck in in the future. Yeah, and, uh, none of, none of their paperwork is in order. Yeah, I can't get to the paperwork. That's, that's yeah. kind of that person to help. So, uh, we uh, I, matter of fact, I, I'll call your pastor back again, and and we'll if we have to make another run at it, see what we could do. Okay. Thank you, sir. Okay, welcome. Man. Okay. Any other any other comments from council? Okay. Any other comments from council? That would not be in. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Lyons, for your indulgence in and in your presentation to us today, okay? Matter of fact, have him call me. Have your yes, pastor sir. call me. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Next, we have Miss, I think it's Jace Garrett. Attorney, regarding, can I please speak to an issue of council? City me, attorney, uh, give uh, me a yes or uh, no, city attorney. If you McDeve. tell me a no, city uh, uh, attorney, chief, I sit down. Chief, would you approach, please, Chief? Speak deep. Okay, the mayor chairs the meeting, so I have to have permission to speak. Okay, I'm not, so, I haven't given her permission to speak, sir. And Mr. Jones, you get on the you get on the agenda. You I'm know the procedures, Chief. Would you remove him, please? Okay, but I want to move to the next the order of business from uh, Jace Garrett regarding disinfecting, sanitizing, deodorizing trash bins in the city of Port Arthur. Come right on, 